part that was missing was there was only one women's match. Obviously, the four-way was a callback to their original all-in. Yes. Um, but there were some stars um, that were noticeably missing, like Athena, Willow, Nightingale, Chris Statlander. Um, can we expect more women's matches to be on the all-out card and on future pay-per-view cards going forward? Well, we've announced Ruby versus Chris Statlander for the TBS Championship. We'll have to see what kind of condition Soraya is in coming out of this match. It's a great question. A lot of the card tonight was both featuring as many of the top stars in AEW as I could get. So a lot of the biggest stars in the company were not on this show, and that's why we have big matches like Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs and obviously Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander next week. I think the pacing of the show tonight was probably the best we've ever had, the best show we've ever done. So to add more, I think, would have been challenging. But also, uh, we have so many great stars across both the men's and women's division, great wrestlers. I think the card in many ways was... Uh, I tried to pace it perfectly, and I think we did pretty great. One thing I would note, and you said it yourself, a lot of the card was paying homage to the original All-In. The four-way match, uh, Dr. Britt Baker participated on the original All-In, and that was uh, the key women's match on the original show. And Madison Rain pointed that out in her commentary as well, that she was also in that original four-way, uh, and Dr. Britt Baker participated. Uh, I had the Golden Elite in a trios match, kind of a callback to the original All-In. And uh, definitely there were a lot of top stars, men and women, I was hoping to get on tonight's card. And there were a lot of people uh, that wanted to be on the show. And I hope uh, we can continue to get all the top stars in. But also I want to pace the shows and be able to have great matches without having to rush through. So I was, I was really excited about the card and also very happy for Soraya. I thought it was a great moment. Uh, and I would love to try and get some of those top stars in all out and also next year's all in. I think you mentioned some, some great names and those would be great names for the show. 10. So that's a great question. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Women's wrestling talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Man, oh man. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk. We changed our intro just a little bit, just for today. Um, but we got a lot to talk, to, talk about. Uh, welcome to WWT Live, the Monday edition. My name is TK Trinidad, and I am not alone. Thank you, Jesus. We got the professor in the building. What's good? What's going on? Hey, hey. Happy Monday, post all in. And there's a whole lot to talk about, but yeah, it is post good to all be. in, post impact, post NWA. You know, it's. I'll just briefly say, you want to talk about the health of the pro wrestling business? We had three pay per views last night, three from different companies, all with very important elements to them. So, yeah, yeah, we got a lot to talk about, but it's good to be we, here. We do, we do. Um, so you know, it's not just the two of us today. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> What's good, said he said. Man. How was your weekend? Um, we like it, over here. Man, I forgot about that one too. TK's gonna get miles off of this stuff. <laughs> miles. This is crazy. Oh, shout out to Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. <laughs> I forgot all about Friday and the cake joint, but no, the what? weekend was was Man, very excited. I I I actually that that's why you guys saw that I started early today. I was like, let me go and get these these streamer links. Let me get these stories. Boom. Let me get back to my work. Boom. So I have just enough time to get all those clips. <laughs> TK TK is all about the drops. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I need you to hold me down with some drops of TK. Preferably Detroit-based, uh, whenever you can. Um, there it is. How the weekend was cool. All I did was work. Nothing, nothing exciting. Uh -huh. Just work. You Just worked? Work. Like you worked a job or you did something else? No, I worked a job. Worked a job. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Come on now. Come on. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good one. That's wow. A good one. Wow. <laughs> I had a little time there. I had a little time there. Um, I, uh, I added that one, by the way. That, that's know, a good I know, one. I know you did. I know you did. Um, <laughs> so we're going to just head into it. I know this is gonna, probably going to be a bulk of 
um, the topic today. Everybody's been talking about it. And first off, first and foremost, before we get into um, the shadiness, which I know is going to come and talk about a topic, which we've been talking about for a long time. Um, first and foremost, shout to Women's Wrestling Talk, the team. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We got so much done this weekend. So let me let me just remind y'all, just for my new folks who don't know who we are. Women's Wrestling Talk has been around since 2017. Our platform has been talking about women's wrestling, women's wrestlers. We started off entering, interviewing female wrestlers that nobody wanted to interview. Nobody was trying to interview. And a lot of these female wrestlers have gone on to WWE. Other, we got them first. So let's just put it there with that being said. Now we have 20 plus people on the team, right? We have Lyric, shout out to Lyric. Shout out to AEW first. We got over to London, Lyric is over there doing the job, asking the question, we played at the top of the show. Shout out to Emily, she was at Impact hosting. Shout out to Santana and Nikki who did the Impact after show. Shout out to Blue, Aisha, Al and Mika, who did the AEW after show. Shout out to our whole writing team who covered the pay-per-views for this weekend. So with all that being said, you know, uh, Lyric's clip was posted on social media. People are going crazy. And then we have this pop-up from Righteous Reg. Uh, <sighs> I'll let you take it, Professor, because I don't, I'll I don't take know. offense to this because I like Jack and Box Tacos personally. Whenever I'm <laughs> well, on a cheat day, I'll, um, I'll read these tweets for those who are uh, listening. listening. This yeah. is these are tweets from Righteous Reg, who says, "Quote: I don't see enough tweets about Trinity and Diana, but I do see a bunch of tweets about All In not featuring enough women. Maybe focus energy." Maybe TK keeps telling you how it is and how you should listen. TK. I don't know, man. Fake the TK. the Fake other TK. Yeah. And we have the real world champion TK here. Um, you keep going to Jack in the Box to get the tacos. Maybe go to the taqueria instead. He continues and says, like, how many times do the bro gotta say, quote, I would do zero matches if I wouldn't get dragged online, end quote. For y'all to get it, LOL. These are quotes coming from Righteous Reg. <sighs> I don't. I don't even. There's, there's, like there's so many layers to this. Yeah, there's so many. There, there's so many layers to this, um, especially um, being a black woman and a black woman who's an immigrant, meaning that like, we have to fight to be in rooms, period. And, you know, if we just said, hey, they don't want us, like there's so many opportunities, like even me getting a scholarship at Oregon, like people had to fight for that. When people said, oh, they're not gonna watch, they're not gonna do this, they're not gonna do that. So like, I'm just thinking of the multitude of things that I'm granted for people before me, my predecessors before me who didn't shut up and who didn't ask those questions. That's why it kind of, I saw this uh, after the fact and shout out to our group chats on WhatsApp. I saw that after the fact and my, my mind just started going like all the way back. And so many people think, oh, well, it's just wrestling. It's just, you know, women's wrestling. It doesn't really mean that much. There's so many layers to it that I'm like, bro, you can't be serious. Like, I, I feel like I feel like he he did that because our Twitter for women's wrestling talk hasn't stopped popping all day because mm -hmm. of this comment. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like, I feel like he knows what he's doing. Like he sure. he's doing he's pulling a Kim Kardashian on us. Like he sure. knows what he's doing because I can't wholeheartedly believe that he would say that unless he doesn't know history. Which let's okay. So let's let things WWT Live have taught me. One of the things that this show taught me 
is, and I hope there's a storm happening here. So I hope and pray that I get through all of this without it knocking me out because we're about to have some fun. Things WWT Live taught me. One of the things WWT Live taught me is that different people enter the pro wrestling space at different times. And when they do, many tend to, in terms of history, go based off of what they've seen or what they've lived without doing research. So that means if you entered the wrestling group chat in 2002, your opinion on who the GOAT is would be different than somebody who entered the wrestling group chat at 1992 or 1982 or 1972. I say that to say, to TK's point, it is possible that Righteous Reg may not be attempting to gaslight, that he may be saying from what he knows. So to that end, I want to say this. Um, part of the reason why this conversation is important is because no disrespect to Impact or to NWA, who, by the way, both had women's main events over the weekend. Shout out to them for doing that. And Which we also, also covered. We also covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. The Righteous Reg comment was in response to the question that was asked by Lyric. Uh-huh. Which is why I go back to what I said that people don't always do their research. Which let me okay, y'all, it's coming. I'm trying, but so like, well, Nikki. So let me because I I see Nikki. I, where are you, by the way? You're supposed oh you're supposed to be here. Uh oh, uh oh. Uh, so wait, but but before before you do that, I, I want to say this. I think it's important that people understand, and I'm going to step out of the wrestling bubble, and I'm going to step into a cultural bubble. And then I'll come back and it's going to make sense. So for people who have a problem with HBCUs, right? And they say, well, why did HBCUs have to get started? Well, they got started because as people of color, we weren't given entrance into the larger Caucasian universities. However, in comma, that did not take away the prestige of being involved in the larger Caucasian spaces, right? So if you have HBCUs, there's not an HBCU alive, unfortunately, that gets the same amount of money, power, and respect as an Ivy League school, okay? So there's that. Um, if you have the Negro Leagues compared to Major League Baseball, right? For all that the Negro Leagues did, we make a big deal when Jackie Robinson makes his way into Major League Baseball. There is something about when marginalized and underrepresented people find their way onto large stages. That is just a thing. So trying to make a comparison and saying, well, why don't we just, you know, talk more about impact and talk more about NWA? We should talk about them. But let's be clear. AEW promoted All In as the biggest pro wrestling event in history. So if you're going to promote it as the biggest pro wrestling event in history, we should take you to task by asking the question, why was there only one women's match out of nine matches? And then if you throw on the two, you know, matches that happened in the uh, in the, the pre-show, 11 matches, okay? When in the NWA, an organization that we've talked about extensively here on this show and their issues with women's wrestling, they had a women's world title match, a women's TV title match, a women's tag team title match on both nights of their pay-per-view, Saturday and Sunday. Impact had a women's world tag title match, a, a women's world title tag title match that had four tag teams and main evented by a women's world title match. I don't think that these are mutually exclusive things, right? So it's not, oh, well, just support Impact and you know, uh, NWA more. Well, it doesn't matter how much we support end impact in NWA. They currently don't have the infrastructure to run an 80,000 seat stadium. So it makes sense for us to have the conversation. Where are the women? And let's not forget that this same conversation was had three weeks ago to triple H at SummerSlam, 
who essentially answered the exact same way. He literally talked about our show was timed. If we added anything else, it would have been longer. We've got to save something for our future shows. And so I want to be clear with people. Telling somebody that we're going to have a TBS title match on All Out in seven days when All Out is only going to seat 16,000 people versus the biggest pro wrestling show of all time, the math isn't mathing, folks. Just like having the steel cage match between Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus in Pittsburgh where you'll seat 16,000 people isn't going to hit the same as being at Ford Field with 60,000 people for SummerSlam. They are not the same, and we've got to stop acting like they are. And I don't think that people would have as big of an issue with this happening if this were a one-time occurrence. But we also have to couple this with what we're seeing on a weekly basis, that on a weekly basis on any given episode of Collision or Rampage or Dynamite, you're going to see one women's match. On an episode of SmackDown or Raw, how many women's matches will you see? So it is a pervasive issue that continues, and we have to keep talking about it if something is going to get done. If we don't keep talking about it, nothing's going to change. And then people will line up and go, well, you know, we had the largest draw ever. You know, we had the biggest paid attendance. Isn't that funny how we, we dice these semantics and we want to call it the greatest pro wrestling event of all time, the largest pro wrestling event of all time, when we've got other spaces, and then we want to parse between how many people paid and how many comps there are and all of those kinds of things. Bottom line is the wrestling industry has to do better when it comes to underrepresented communities. I'll say this last thing and then I'll be quiet for now. It's so interesting because AEW and that opening press conference back in January of 2019 prided itself on being a place for diversity. And apparently, diversity only looks like one particular people group. Looks like LGBT, right? Doesn't mean black, and it doesn't mean women. And it should mean all if we're really going to be inclusive of all, and if we're really going to have diversity. So to say that women's wrestlers are not superstars, can't draw a house, and I don't think anybody was asking you to add matches to the card. We could have switched matches. Let's be clear. Did we really need the coffin match? We couldn't have taken the coffin match out and added, you know, because here's the problem. You got to turn around and ask, figure out how people are going to pay $50 on Sunday after you just gave them the biggest pro wrestling card of all time. And you're telling me that I'm supposed to watch the TBS title match and Miro and Powerhouse Hobbs, no knock to any of them, but they aren't what you gave us last night. And women should have been featured prominently. I think that's the issue. Said he said. I think the professor hit it on the head. And you know, when you listen back at Tony's answer, I think the thing I took away, because two things can be true. I want to be politically correct about that. The show was paced out well. It, it didn't feel like a chore to watch. Even the criticism that the women's match got, it, it didn't feel like a nine-minute match. It felt like it was very paced well, at least when I watched it back. But I feel like the thing I took away from uh, the fake TK's quote was the, the fact that he kept reiterating the term top stars. Like, I want to get the top stars in the show. I want to get the top stars on the card, but we don't have enough space, which lends me to believe that he doesn't believe that some of the talent that we're clamoring to see are top stars or draws or people that people want to pay to see, which goes against the genesis of the company being a pro wrestling company in my eyes. I feel like AEW was created uh, before the pandemic and stuff like that to deliver pro wrestling and you're not featuring all your pro wrestling talent. You're just trying to pop a rating. And I get, I get sales, I get ratings, I get uh, boosting everything for the show. I get all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to ask these questions because a pattern is being shown and we see a consistent pattern and nothing is changing. So of course you're gonna to continue to call it out. And for Reg to kind of subtweet, I, I agree with TK, maybe he's just being an agent of chaos and playing devil's advocate, which 
that can be true. You can find good women's wrestling on both of those promotions. But if you're saying that you're not the secondary promotion as Triple H called you, and you just produced the biggest wrestling show ever, as you coined it before the show ever happened, it's been five years. And we can still only get a less than 10 minute wrestling's women match in the card and you have the, a very deep women's wrestling division. It just doesn't make sense. Right. And I mean, my thing is if he truly doesn't believe, you know, there are certain women's sports that don't garner the money, but they put time and years into these sports and you could see the noticeable difference as far as, you know, these athletes who are getting millions of dollars and other athletes who are getting thousands of dollars. Like, yes, we want, you know, equality and all that stuff, but they at least put the time and the years into it with seasons, etc. But if you haven't put any time into it and your whole go-to is like, oh, well, we didn't have this, then the same way you can just not book women's matches is the same way we can continue asking until you say, I don't think they're a draw. Cause you you have he has a right to his opinion and it is his company. If he could say, Hey, I don't think I don't think women's ratchets are draw, I don't think it's gonna bring any money, you know. And on top of that, being rich, I feel like you being being the fake TK rich, I feel like you can afford to say certain things and your company will still survive, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, so say, hey, yeah, hey, I don't think women's matches is gonna draw money. I, I'm really not gonna really book too many women's matches, like eat it. Cool. Like I would take that over, oh, we're trying. Because if you're really trying, then you want to like show something. And so that's my biggest um thing. But like I said in the very beginning, it's bigger than um, it's bigger than just women's wrestling. Because there's so many times and instances over decades, history, all this other stuff where if people did not speak up, yes. So many opportunities for everybody else wouldn't have happened. We said the same thing about minorities being on the card, just like the professor said. We were like, where are the African Americans? Where are the minorities on your card? Like, we've been saying that for years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got swerved. So. Um, I, I will say this, and, and this is something for Righteous Reg and everyone else who might feel that way. It's funny, because if people didn't speak up, Righteous Reg wouldn't be able to tweet what he tweeted. Let's just consider that, okay? What we have in this renaissance of black media in pro wrestling doesn't happen if people aren't speaking up. We didn't exist 20 years ago. And I don't think, and, and this is what, what grinds my gears about things like this, because people just flippantly say things as if they just got here, right? Like what we have right now, being able to have a women's wrestling talk, being able to have three people of color on here, being able to have an entire situation with all females talking about women's wrestling. That was not possible 20 years ago. It wasn't even happening 10 years ago. So for people to come it wasn't on. It happening five years ago. Like five even years ago. Press, presses, press junkets. Like we're still fighting to get just the opportunities to talk about things that yes. come so easily to other folks. And that's and, the frustrating and, part that's with, with it. And I said this here before, and I'm gonna say it again, the danger, right? That the three of us have to all think about when we approach a topic like this, for fear that someone doesn't take a snippet of this and decide we can't work for a major company because we're speaking out, when our counterparts can say whatever on God, God's green earth they want to say, and hey, they don't have to worry about a future. That speaks to the larger issue. To your point, TK, it's bigger than wrestling. And that's why we, as, call us whatever we want, black wrestling media, black journalists, whatever we are, have to walk with wisdom in this space because this isn't a space that wasn't that was just readily available to us years ago. And again, it's not even 10 years. The, from the Black Wrestling Alliances to the Women's Wrestling Talks, this wasn't happening 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. So no. don't get on the Twitter and or X or whatever you want to call it and be that flippant and gaslight and do silly things like this because you're proving 
why we didn't get the opportunities 10 years ago. We have to be twice as good as everybody else. And I know that might sound old school to some people, but TK can tell you when, when you get access to these media places, you know, you got to turn around things fast so that they realize you're serious about what you're doing. You then can't go off and fire off these random, unfounded, unproven opinions. But I'm going to stop. I almost said something. Where are the air horns? We need the air horns. I'm just saying we got to do we. And that's why I appreciate spaces like this that choose to operate with responsibility and are willing to speak to these things. We have to keep speaking to these things. Think about it. There have only been in the history of WWE. I know it's unrelated, but it's related. There've only been four black WWE champions. Four. Four. We're talking about that. We're talking about women. There are lots of company. We, NXT just had its first two black African-Americans compete in the main event for an NXT championship. And NXT has been around for 10 years. I'm saying this is happening everywhere. And our women, absolutely, it's a problem. So if you don't fight for this, you're not fighting for that. You're missing the whole point. <sighs> Anything else said you want to add? Because I feel like we can't give them all this time that before we before we move on. We got we can probably get one more opinion. I think Nikki's waiting to come in. Oh, sorry, I didn't see Nikki in there. Uh, Nikki, what's good? What's going on? Hey, I don't have an opinion on this. Uh, we can move on because <laughs> I see both. I see both sides, and I did not when I was preparing to get on this show to do. That's why I've kind of been waiting on the because I'm not for this. Whatever, whatever this is, I'm not for it. Um, I saw his tweet last night, and I read his tweet, and I understood the context of his tweet. Could the delivery have been off? Maybe. But I think that some of the context is being re, re like given in a sense. And I'm not going to give too much because I have my I can just say what I want to on Twitter. I I agree with what's been said. Um, but I also do live in a world where if if you have an opinion about something. I don't, I don't see the issue. I think the problem is that we're in the community right now and we're not trying to understand either side. We instantly go to one side when we negate or when we feel as if it doesn't agree with our alignment and that's fine. And I have been trying to sit down for myself because when I first saw it, what I got from it, because I saw there was so much, I don't, I don't even know if you guys even realized how much bickering was going on during All In, how much stuff was going on. It was so aggravating to really just have that moment to where we were, there was, there were, we were watching AEW and then, you know, whatever, people were bickering back and forth. And then here comes Impact and then here comes the media call. And it was just so like, no one, I'm choosing to stay neutral in both senses because no one is sitting there truly trying to understand both sides. One, one side is for surely being understood and that's fine. And then there's a small percentage of other people who's understanding the other side. But I do think that it's very one-sided and I don't think that the dialogue should be taken without it's written. It's literally written. And I feel like you can you can context that as you want, but it doesn't hide away from the fact of what was said. I do think, and I'll close with this, what I got from it was we are sitting here begging, pleading over time and time again with a company that does not see the fit of women's wrestling. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that that's, I'm not saying that's what it is. Do I think Tony Khan cares about Women's wrestling, absolutely. But do I think he cares more about his demographic and those people that are in those offices signing his checks? Absolutely. I think that I'm I'm not telling people to give up, but it would have been nice for people to change the directive and paid more attention to what Deanna and Trinity were doing instead of the lack thereof. Y'all put a transphobic phobic and homophobic woman as the champion. And that's the problem. Like we're not even, there's so many more issues that's going on with Soraya in this moment, but we're focused on something of the lack thereof. 
I'm I'm so dwindled by what we decide to make prevalent. And that's just Mercedes Martinez has been in a storyline for two, three weeks in collision, yet Ruby Soho is getting an opportunity. And yet the match for all out is Ruby and Chris Statlander. There's so much like it's it's not even an AEW problem at this at this moment. It's it's the representation that we're getting. Tony did not answer the question. And that's just that on that. I don't give a fuck how many times you cut it dry. He, in my opinion, did not ask the question. And this is what happened to reporters because I'm a both sided kind of person. When you are a reporter, leave your feelings out of it. And I hate to be that person, but get to the question and don't allow them any room to even don't allow anyone to rebuttal. That's that's all I'm saying. Stick with the question. The question was, What's the card for All Out? What are we going to see with these big stars? When you start name dropping, when you start giving them a window, and I'm not blaming I'm not blaming the question on the way Tony did not answer. I'm blaming if you want an execution, I knew exactly, and I'm not even trying to bring myself into it. I knew exactly what I was going to ask Cody. TK knew that. I had nothing else to say. When I asked TK, when I asked him my question, I wanted it to be firm. And I want, and I, I don't, I know he's not the type of guy to probably circle around like maybe Tony is, but to be that close every, make sure everything is knit tight. And that question was absolutely one of the best questions of the night and needed to be answered and needed to be executed. But now there's just so much shit that's come out of this that is just so unnecessary. And just, it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's been crazy. I literally woke up with mentions from me. I'm getting mentions from me involving. I out. I was like, oh shit, they I'm just giving us. I'm getting. I'm getting it's I'm, good. It sucks because when you, it's almost like you have to say something. And I'm not a person. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say something unless I want to say something. I love and appreciate everything that I've gotten from Impact Wrestling. And one thing that I took away from that tweet was at the end of the day, it would have been nice that the way we're going crazy for a company that showed us time and time again, we're almost practicing idiocy at this point. We can't make someone value us in the way that we value ourselves. We can't do that. Would it be nice? Absolutely. Can we take methods to make people understand? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, we get so upset when people don't understand us and we cannot do that. We have to build for ourselves. We have to create for ourselves and we have to keep molding ourselves. If people want to continue to support, they're going to support. But in the end all, what I got from that specifically was it would have been nice that we would have, there would have been more support for Deanna and Trinity. That's what I took away from it because I'm going to be honest. When I saw Deanna and Trinity, that's where I really, I don't know if y'all do this, but I'm on Twitter a lot. I like things so I can go back and read them when I have time. I liked it. As soon as I seen Deanna and Trinity, I liked it. And then when I got up this morning and I was reading, I don't know who's subbing and who. I don't know. I don't I don't want to get into the politics. I want to understand people's opinions. But when I got up and I saw everybody subtweeting and all this, I'm just like, what happened overnight? And there's nothing, there's there's nothing that shouldn't be negative negatively coming out of lyrics question. That's where I'm really, I think that's the beginning of my confusion is why in the hell is there so much negativity? I saw all the love and positivity, Sean Ross Sapp, people from right. Fightful, you know what I'm saying? And Reg is from Fightful too. I just, we're going to, we're never going to, I know Swerve tweeted the other day and was like, he hopes everybody comes together. Why do we come together? Blah, blah, blah. And I know he got a lot of heat for that. It sucks, but I think it's just. It's just one so, of those things. So to, to tie it up and, you know, <sighs> I would like to tie it up. So to tie up everything, um, definitely there's both sides. However, and I, and even in different situations, you know, this Nikki from us working in different projects, if there's a problem, I always ask, so do you have a solution? Right. And so my thing is, I get it on both sides, but being able to build the table and also still ask the questions, I think we can do both. 
um, especially being in this country. And and like I said, there's just there's so many more layers to it. And you know, maybe his tweet. And that's another reason why I don't tweet all the time. Maybe the the context of his tweet might have been something else, and it turned into something totally different. But to say certain things and be on the side of certain things, then I feel like um, you should also be figuring out a solution. And if your solution is, oh, don't watch this and, and watch that, I don't really think that's a, a great solution. Um, but it is what it is. And I think this is going to be an ever-going topic and an ever-going thing. And, um, you know, as long as AEW keeps inviting us, we're going to keep asking the questions. And as long as, and, and don't get this twisted, Impact has showed us love from the very beginning. So let's, first and foremost, you know, so as long as we get, we keep getting accepted into these rooms, we're going to keep asking the questions. And the moment you stop seeing us in the rooms, then you know why. With that being said, uh, let's move on to something else. What, what we got? I didn't get the rundown, but I mean, I don't know if this is on the list. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the comment that Bully Ray made on Becky Lynch. Um, her match, her match is tonight with Zoe Stark as well. So, uh, do you have the quote? Because I mean, if you don't, I have the quote. Uh, you have it in front of you. I'm still loading it, but I, I did yes. see it. Um, so Bully Ray made a comment on Busted Open. He believes it would be in Becky Lynch's best interest to take a break from WWE. Um, I don't think it's even, when I get through with the quote, you're going to know why this is news. He brought up someone, um, and I think I'm I'm the perfect person to be reading this. So uh, sometimes when you run into a situation like that, the best thing to do is go away for a little while. I'm not talking about a long time. She had to leave when she was pregnant. She doesn't have to leave now, but it might be in her best interest to leave. It's all tip of the iceberg stuff. There's no substance to it. I don't know how you can have a megastar, the likes of Becky Lynch, and just not have anything real for her. You would have thought that this storyline with Trish would have been some of the most real, real stuff. You know who Becky needs? She needs the same woman that she's she's needed from day one. Charlotte. You are right. This is definitely a story just, for you. That's why I laughed. <laughs> that's why I laughed. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. If you've been on my Twitter, you know I am on a mission uh, with Bully Ray. You know, I think he's a hottie. So if you, if you know if Bully Ray is single, then, you know, it's a little running that's, joke. That's and that's, a little, that's, yeah, it's a little running don't, joke. Don't bury the lead here. I can't go here. It's a little... <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Al Snow is daddy, and now Bully Ray, and, and consecutive yeah, weeks. A nice looking guy. I, like I, I, it's a, it's what? That that applies. Jesus, nothing you don't have to keep playing that, please, Lord. I, Lord, Look, it's a running right. joke though. At Impact, WWT Live. Um, Jesus, but yes, um, but I, Bully Ray has always been very. Um, he's he spoke very highly of Charlotte. He's always in his interviews said this. But what what do y'all think uh, in the comments? You know, do y'all think that Becky is better with Charlotte? Do you like the feud with Trish? What's going on? Because y'all hear my comments all the time on one, Monday Night Raw about this one. So, you know. You know what is uh, interesting that he did mention Charlotte? And I don't, it's been a while since those two have actually crossed paths. So I think it is time for a culmination with that. I know they had the falling out. Because Trish actually echoed some sentiments with the Post-Gazette saying that, They've, we've had a really good run. It's been really fun, but it's really long and it's time to do other things and cross paths with other people. So mm -hmm. if Trish already has the same type of Becky fatigue, you got to do something to kind of shock the system. I don't think going away is the best thing. I disagree with that because Becky has proved that she's one of the only people that can have a meaningful, meaningful feud outside of the title picture. Let's, let's be clear about that. You need that for television. You need to fill those three hours with something. So but if Trish is really going to be here, I would like to see Trish interact with other people. So they should tie it up. And I think those two crossing paths, even if we don't do the Bianca thing right now with Charlotte and Bianca, I think that'd be good. There's, there's no brand split. Why not? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I feel like um, there's still more, I mean, obviously it's not like the bloodline type storyline, but with all the, you know, rumors and the, you know, all the things that we hear, um, 
you know, that it, it would still make a great storyline for a couple of years if they write it properly. So I'm definitely here for it. Why not? Um, yeah. I mean, let's see what happens. Do you think it's going to happen anytime soon? Or do you think she definitely needs a break? This comment is crazy. I just wanted to address that real quick. That's wild. <laughs> JD is nuts. JD never comes to our show. I don't know why. He's probably uh -oh. nervous. Uh he know we uh, get down. Yeah, that JD. He just he comes like he's come to a couple of our shows, but not like maybe that. he's working. You know, like not everybody can do everything. I'm we just saying, a, I didn't give a reason. I didn't, a lot, say the man a lot was, of didn't have a job. I'm just saying <laughs> we have a lot of content. It's a it's a lot for folks to it's almost like on it to watch. You know what? First off, let me give let me give oh, before you say something, um, Professor. Let me just give the folks who really rock with us. Because wrestling already is a lot to cover, just to watch. That's 20 plus hours. And then for you guys, and we know, you know, the Bosa's, the JD's, the bot, like for to see you guys on a, a daily and weekly basis, tune into women's wrestling talk. Like it's, it's really appreciated because it's a, it's a lot of wrestling. It's, it's, it's a lot of wrestling. Then to, to come on and watch the post show of the wrestling, like, like thank thank you guys because yeah. if we weren't getting any numbers then you know well i mean yes we do it for the love but you know you can only talk to your grandmother so she's only gonna watch so much out of love so i'm just saying like she's like baby i love you but you, you only get, how do you even turn this on like what do you what, right. I, what am i doing <sighs> anyways sorry professor go on now uh, no, i was gonna say I, I was going to echo what you said, TK, in the sense of for as many hours of wrestling, there are there are uh, that many more hours of commentary out there that people have on podcasts and all other sorts of content about pro wrestling. So we certainly thank you for finding something here that, that you enjoy. Um, I think Becky Lynch is a massive star in WWE, and I think that wwe needs massive stars that are not champions right now that are attractive to people to turn into i mm -hmm. think that's one of the pieces of allure for an la night you know and and several others is i'm not watching them because they're champion i'm watching them because i like them and if they're on the road to a title fantastic honestly i think becky has you know there's a a level of stardom that you get to where you transcend a championship um, Becky is absolutely there. So anything Becky does, because it's Becky, it becomes that much better and bigger. So does she need a feud with Charlotte? I think a feud with Charlotte is something, honestly, they probably have to wait till a mania to do because it is their two massive stars um, that I think would blow the roof off just story alone. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the work that they can do in the ring, like you don't, you can't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hand that off to a Monday Night Raw or a random SmackDown. That is absolute definition of a premium live event. Um, have a story on those spaces that lead up to those collisions. But yeah, uh, so I think once we see the end of Becky and Trish, which again, I think in terms of taking too long, it should have, I think we all expected it to culminate at SummerSlam because it didn't. That's where it's like, okay, now this feels long. And now we are almost a month away from SummerSlam. So there's that. True. Is there still beef between Becky and Charlotte? Well, I'm talking about like real life. Okay. I just, I'm genuinely asking. We don't know. And we don't know if it was even real. That whole thing was blown out of proportion. I just want to say this because y'all will catch my comments on Monday Night Raw. Trish should have learned how to wrestle better until, like, if she really wanted to be in a feud with Becky Lynch, it's embarrassing. Like, it's just, I I'm sick of it. And, oh, kayfabe. I I'm sorry, I have to say kayfabe, 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 right? And on top of that, Becky should be given better feuds. She's on a pinnacle. She's a bigger star than some of, and I'm not even just going to say women. Becky is one of the biggest stars ever. In WWE, like she has reached the pinnacle of outside the bubble, being featured on so many different things, not even just becoming a name outside, but people know who Becky is. I would love for Becky to go to NXT, give the girls a run, beat one of the girls, get a championship that she's never held and become possibly 
a grand slam because she does deserve to be on that four list because she's original four. Um, I do think that the bully Ray comment though, to the story. Um, I do agree. I do think that Charlotte and Becky work the best together the same way I felt with Charlotte and Oscar, same way I feel with Charlotte and, um, Sasha and the same way I feel about Becky and Bianca. I think there's just certain people that just work better together and it would be nice. Charlotte just said Becky's name uh, as a WrestleMania opponent last week on an interview. So, All right. So we have time for one more story. What we got next? Well, we got to go to the story that everybody in the chat is talking about. Uh, and so I'm going to try to cover a lot of stuff really quickly. Congratulations to Trinity and Deanna who main evented uh, emergence last night with a fantastic match. Deanna tapped for the second consecutive time. I don't know that that's ever happened in her career. So uh, in my opinion, I think this is building Trinity as a submission specialist and the kind of star that we wanted to see her become. So congratulations to her. Also, Camille lost the NWA world title last night. 813-day reign is over. Congratulations to Kenzie Page. And um, uh, Camille says that, hey, you know what? I did what I came to do. My time is done. Seemingly, you know, marking the end potentially of her time in the NWA, which means she could be going a number of places. Does she go to Impact? Does she go to WWE? Does she go to AEW? Time will certainly tell. Now the story I'm the tribal chief around here. Yeah, you see me, the tribal. That's what she should be saying to folks and just. I agree. I mean, she can really paint her ticket anywhere. And I think, you know, the question ultimately will be who could use her. Honestly, wouldn't that be wild to see Camille versus Rhea? I'm just saying. I think that'd be mm. wild. wild space. Camille and Rhea. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Um, okay. So the story everybody really wants to talk about is, again, connected to All In. And uh, apparently there was an altercation that took place before uh, CM Punk's match. And it involved uh, the artist formerly known as the Jungle Boy. This so, is bullshit. I knew you would love these clips. I'm so glad I uploaded them all. <laughs> well, there it is. Um, so if you watched the uh, Zero Hour you saw that there was the FTW title match. And in the FTW title match, there was a spot where uh, Hook was backdropped onto, there was a glass window. And, you know, Jack Perry looks at the camera and says, this is real glass. Apparently that was a dig at Mr. Punk. So uh, when Jack goes through the curtain, apparently the story is that he and Punk got into it. He brushed Punk. They had words on one side. Somebody says that Punk, you know, choked him, et cetera, et cetera. What we can confirm is uh, the other TK, Tony Khan, did say at the start of the of the scrum that an altercation did happen. So we do know that. Uh, what we've heard from investigations is that based on the investigation, both Jack Perry and CM Punk will not be at all out, which is Awfully interesting, considering All Out is in Chicago, and you'd figure Chicago pay-per-view punk all seems to make sense. So once again, the real-world champion around an All Out, All In pay-per-view gets somehow suspended. Um, and that's what we know as of right now. I Yeah. All I know is... Uh... CM Punk is 2-0 in backstage altercation, so teach a man how to squabble next time or get that trigger. I feel like that's him being from Chicago. I'm going to be real quiet about Camille because I've had, y'all know she's a dear friend of mine. We've had her on the show. She doesn't do many uh, interviews. She also did an interview with uh, Troy, our, our writer here too, so make sure you check that out. Um, but I knew of this news. I Well, let me just say, there's there's a lot that I think that Camille's going to be able to be shown in a different light. I don't know where the hell she's going to end up. I know that this is a birth of a new nation with Kinsey. Kinsey deserves her flowers. Me and Medusa got to sit and talk about Kinsey um, over WrestleCon weekend. And that was such a great conversation that I had with her because we talked about that just growing. Like, um, if you've never seen Kinsey wrestle. She's amazing. Um, Like, oh, my God. Just she's like. Amazing. 
she's just really, really, really captivating. And I, I'm, I'm going to actually get to see what's next for Kenzie. I'm headed to the tapings now because it's in Nashville. We're at Skyway tonight. Surprise, surprise. But um, Trinity and Deanna just have just taken so much of this heaping, growing. Deanna, y'all know how I feel about Deanna. Um, never tapped before Trinity has tapped twice now. Is this how you beat the virtuosa? I want to know that in the comments. That's what I'm going to leave everyone with because y'all know I've been high on Deanna. Her three-year run in the knockouts division has included three reigns and not, not only that, but a triple-A Rainerdale Reigns championship reign that almost lasted 300 days. Our ROH world championship reign that has been just, I mean, look who's on that title now. There's so much prestige. Athena has just really taken ROH to a new level. So I just want to end, you know, because I know we're going to get out of here. Continue to fight for what we don't have, but please appreciate where we've come and keep pushing your voice. I know that a lot of people feel like their voice isn't heard, but you have to, I always say this, I never took a spot in this industry. I made my own. I did not wait for someone to give me something. I took it. I started doing reels. I had no, I was just doing reels. I was just doing stuff. Never let someone feel like they have that control over where you go. Whether you're in that room or not, you can be in that room. Trust me. I've been on those media calls and you have to, we have to stop being so pessimistic because it's irritating as fuck. I'm going to be honest. I want to have a good time. We want to go to the shows, enjoy the shows, but stop being so pessimistic. Stop living in what we, we all, we're always going to acknowledge where we come from, but we don't have to live in the struggle all the time. You want to do something and you want to say something and you want to make a change, do that. Don't just sit on it. There's so much out here. We talked about this at SummerSlam. Everyone can eat. It, it's going to be a struggle. Of course, we do have to work two times harder, 10 times, 12 times, 15 times at, at moments. But if we just sit here and complain about it and don't continue to keep knocking these doors and building situations for ourselves, nothing's going to change. We have to we have to create our own entities. I will never um, not push somebody. I'm like everyone. Everyone deserves that support. Let's have fun on Twitter because it's been a little droopy. I don't want to have to pull out my bad gifts. That's my territory. TK will tell you I like to have a good time on Twitter. I was waiting right. for the gifts today. I was like, ooh, I, I was, I was. I woke I was, up and I'm like, first off, like you know, um, I do. I, I mean, Seti said it was the one that you were going to come on the show, so I appreciate you. You know, it's all love for you, uh, Nikki. However, I felt today like everything went down, and I'm, I'm literally waiting for Nikki to to drop something. I, I was just, I, that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was like a, a, a tweet or a, I was just I was just waiting and it, it, it didn't so. come. And, you know, it's just to save you. So don't don't wait. On I, know, I know. I know. That's why I had to step in with my Canadian self and say happy Monday, just in case you just in <laughs> case you didn't realize that, you know, there's there's a lot of content out here and yeah. here's some links that you can go to. But it wasn't, you know, the shade that I was, you know. That I, 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 wanted, but, you know, I was on the don't forget, like. I saw the back end of that of that scrum. I was sitting there on the back end of that scrum watching the interactions before any of this. I've been, I went to bed last night and I was like, okay, like we got, cause y'all don't understand. I was watching that, that scrum like a stampede. I was like, Lyric has to get a question. Lyric has to get a question. Oh, yeah, I was, I was like, I'm gonna say, I even went to go get my food. I changed from my phone to my computer, to my computer, to my phone. I was like, when I got home, I put it on my TV. I sat there. Emergence was on. I sat there. Lyric mm -hmm. got her question. So that's all I focused last on. I last question. Last question. Like, the last question. I was, I last was question. watching too. I was watching I the after show, then I was watching the scrum. I was, you know, I don't know if yeah. you guys saw Nikki. I was giving you guys your flowers. Everybody, yeah. everybody was on top of it. You guys got your- We had a post show to do. Everything was everything was flowing, so she got the last question. So uh, to to end that off, uh, shout out to Lyric. She did an amazing job. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's end on a positive, yes. a positive note. We like tape over here. <laughs> they get me every time. <laughs> mm.
I'm gonna not for it. It's like, look, I'm no, out. I'm, I'm not out. because it's really like y'all are giving said this character, and then I'm not. I'm, I'm almost thinking he is like getting different characters, and I'm not sure who the cake man is, but I'm not. Like, so wait, are you protecting said? I'm, I'm not, not protecting sure him right now. No, I'm not protecting I'm not... him. I'm just trying to figure out who said is to WWT. I'm not feeling it. Because <laughs> yeah. y'all, listen, I came in here with the ruckus last week and there was no protection for said. So, so now, I'm not now protecting you're... him. Protection? I didn't need no protection. Well, you did say you got, you did say they kind of left you hanging. We can run the clip. This is. Bullshit. Sorry, but I, who am I? I'm the EST. No, listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this from here on out. I know that you've been doing this, said, and it's it's great. We're going to end on a positive note. You say you're the people's EST, and I'm about to show WWT what I do to fake establishments and how I run them out of business. I love that. No man I will see you guys later. I'm tired of being humble. I'm tired of letting people think they got a chance. The tribal chief is head and shoulders above everybody. This is my show. This is my camera. I run it. <laughs> I don't know you if that's sad or Nikki, but no, it, this it, is. I run I don't, it. I don't do oh. that. Unlike Roman, I'm a defending champion. I'm a defending <laughs> champion here at WWT. I know what. Listen, I <laughs> I live in. <laughs> I live and breathe. Bougie might be like he said, saying number one. Okay, JD. Right here. Yeah, I don't think JD watches WWE. JD needs to. Uh, that's the third shaker of salt. It's all love over now. It's it's all love, but you're not a third salt. That's a third salt shaker. Wow. The shaker of salt is just so wild. <laughs> I'm gonna let said live as as long as he think he may live. Wow. And we're just gonna. I, I feel like I found a permanent place here at WWT Live on Mondays. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm very happy you showed up. You gave me the tweet, and I was, I've been, I've been waiting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you really say like, show up. I'm gonna show up when I, you know, when I show up. I'm, I'm very happy that you needed me here on time, but I'm not gonna be on time. I'm gonna pop up when I want to, and that's just how it's gonna be. Because I'm gonna show you how. Uh, you you say you're the EST. I want to show you how how much respect I have for you here at WWT. So wow. I agree. I'm gonna do the same because I'm gonna start doing the pop dance. Congratulations. You should. And God and God willing, I will be at game night this Saturday. Thank God. Yeah, we you will, have my word. Breaking news, you guys. Breaking wow. news. Wow. We will be here. We will be playing Fortnite. So hopefully, you know. You don't necessarily oh, have to play. I thought it was board games. I have no idea how to play Fortnite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can, you'll be on commentary because we do need someone to carry us through. So if you're here for game night after collision, wow. make sure you, but yeah, we, we have this. Be My guy's going to be here this weekend. You he know, when, you're, Fortnite. when you're he the real, when you're the real entity at WWT, like myself and Santana, um, the skins, I don't even know when they came out. Like last week, I have Bianca. I mean, I have Becky. And um, what? They came out like maybe a week and a half ago. Great. You're talking about Bianca and Becky skins. skins from yeah, so I'm Becky and uh, Santana's playing as Bianca. So you get, I don't even know if any other women's wrestling or any wrestling promotion is even playing Fortnite with these characters. So we're revolutionary revolutionizing the the way we do things. We're always very original. So I really want, I hope you note that down, said. Being original is very important to being a salt shaker and being here as an employee of WWT. He's but nice. I enjoy your work. I think you're great. He was special. What's <laughs> gonna happen? That's what's gonna happen when TK steps down as CEO and the Saw Shakers are the new CEO, and then we have to let Seth go, unfortunately. But he's good at what he do, so we don't. We probably. Damn. Don't have to go. You are. She, 
already planning my demise. This is crazy. We're on the books. We're on the books. This is crazy. Like I, you do a great job, though. You I, I like way. to believe that I'm a premier com contributor here at WWT. You do. You do a I feel great like job. I had a great conversation with TK at Wale yeah. Mania a few months ago, and that the vision was Where's very clear. Oh, I'm the CEO. C continue. <laughs> continue. We I do have WOW, so we're not going to take too much. Like we, the vision I'm going to give it out. It was a, it was a mission to bring me on board the brand. I'm just here to be a part. I'm not trying to take over nothing. I'm just a part of what y'all love to do. Well, I don't you know, know that why. That white little line I, says people's EST. So I would think that you're, you're almost trying to take over. No, uh, this is what the people said. This is not what Cedric said. This is what the people said. This is crazy. <laughs> and then y'all give that man. What's so, Kane? I know you're probably not listening. If Kane ever returns, I feel so bad for Kane because he's been given. It's really called gimmick infringement is what we call it. <laughs> It's crazy that video was used for a totally different. Um, I told you I don't steal gimmicks. I elevate them. Right? I elevate them. We're just recycling content. So you high five. I told you I elevate gimmicks. That's what I do. I don't think so. All right. Well, with that, you know, here. And, uh, you know Ron's ready to go. JD's ready to go. Bosa's ready to go. Uh, where can everybody find you, Nikki? Me. Oh, um, if you're in the Nashville area, come check me out tonight. I'll be at NWA doing some stuff <laughs> and not doing Starcast, unfortunately, but I will. I know it's unfortunate, but I don't know. It's just, it, it, yeah. So um, you can catch me on Twitter where I live, where I have fun, where I speak my opinion. And if you don't agree, then I really want to know why, honestly. And if you troll me, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna mess your head up. Like it's really, it's really gonna be bad. Like I take this very seriously. I'm up till two and three o'clock in the morning. If I need to set my alarm for a good old argument on Twitter, seven o'clock, I'm there. So come follow me, come support me. But more importantly, please support the women here at Women's Wrestling Talk. Some of the most, and I didn't get to say this, but Emily and Lyric, I'm so proud of them being in the field because you just don't like when i saw emily at impact it just when people are doing something that they absolutely love and they genuinely care to do and then get put in those rooms that just makes me feel like you know what what i'm doing is i'm on the right trajectory and emily deserves her flowers more because i know we've, we've talked a lot but emily deserves her flowers in these in this run she's been on in august is just nuts um, and I think there's so many other women. I saw Sam last night on NWA, so shout out to her as well. But support these women, support these other brands, those wrestling girls, wrestling wind down, everyone you see, everyone you see so doing their thing, support. And if you find something that you like, like it. It's okay to support everyone. And there's room for everyone. And that's that's where I'm gonna leave it because that's that's what I woke up. And that's how I felt this morning. I wanted to give everybody a damn hug. I wish I'd stop arguing. I'm going to let y'all wrap this shit up till about 11.59 Central Time. And then after that, I'm going to have to start muting people, unfortunately. So. Support Women's Wrestling Talk. Well, where can everybody find you now? <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> and right here. They don't got to find me. Y'all don't need, matter of fact, next time when you ask me that, don't find me. Because you're not going to find me. Why are you trying to be funny? <laughs> to Keisha. <laughs> I was like, wait, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if I did. Look okay. at JD come out seven hours later. Yeah. Keep it running. <laughs> Keep it running. Should I'm swear. Have been me. It should have been me. It should have been me. <laughs> Professor, where can find you? <laughs> you can find me at Bonnerfide on all of the spaces. And uh, you can find my commentary work for Southern Honor Wrestling on IWTV, for Battle Slam on Fight TV, the latest episode of the Nightmare Factory Training Class Student Showcase 10 is on YouTube right now. You can check that out doing commentary there. And doing commentary with... Um, Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise. So that's pretty awesome. And uh, I I guess, yeah, I guess next week I'll be telling you guys about a new promotion I'm working with as well. So oh. some cool, fun things are going down. Okay, okay, okay. 
You have lost your damn mind, and I'm going to help you find it. We like cake over here. And he said, where can we find you? We didn't. I didn't get my AR con uh, this week, so hopefully, or today, so hopefully, I get it this oh, yeah, week. Yeah, right, right. um, right. You know what? We were crowded. I, I meant to do that. I don't. You know what? I, I don't. I don't want your follows this week. Don't check for me. Don't find me. Don't. Uh, don't do none of that. I just wanted to end on this. I want to talk about the conversation yesterday because we are witnessing a generational bag chaser at work, and I'm talking about Mercedes Monet, who we now know was only in attendance because she got invited to be there and shout out to kevin undergarl who was her guest yeah. and had the interview around the uk with her shout out to the og but yeah i just wanted to end on the fact that it ain't gonna happen y'all want to see her AEW so bad but it ain't gonna happen and i, I just, I just want to end with that she was there to get a bag and she's gonna keep chasing that money and stringing you along as the conversation and as far as my time here at wwt and i promise you this above all else I'm going to be more obnoxious, more overbearing, and I'm going to make you all learn to love it because you'll have no choice. That's all, man. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad, uh, Catch the Wow Show, Catch the Raw After Show, and so many other shows. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On the Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.